What up, yo? It's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout. Fantasy football show today is Saturday, February 29th. Wait, what? That's right, it's leap year. We got an extra day this year. It's Saturday, February 29th. You can follow the show, Twitter and Facebook. We're at Fantasy Knockout. Instagram is at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Also, check out the website, FantasyKnockout.com. And today's show is going to be a good one. It's Combine Thoughts. We're going to go over some players, you know, quarterbacks, running backs, and receivers. Guys, fantasy guys that will be relevant or possibly relevant this year. We're going to talk over them. We'll go over some of their uh, stats, and we'll talk about you know, a player who they're comparable to, what player they might, you know, look like uh, in for, you know, their career in the NFL. We'll talk about their 40-yard dash, their three-cone drill, their broad jump, their vert jump. Uh, we'll go over some of that. And I got a little uh, blurb that I'm going to read uh, that I wrote up and, re- and I'm going to read uh, on, on some of these players. So it'll be pretty exciting, give you an idea of Who's coming out of the draft? We don't know where they're being drafted yet. This is pre-NFL draft. Once they get drafted, it'll really be easier to start ranking these players as far as how they will be fantasy relevant for next year and years to come. So let's talk some news. News with views. All right, to start it off, running back Kenyon Drake. He's formerly of the Arizona Cardinals. He's a free agent now. Reports are saying Drake is seeking eight to ten million dollars a year. Good for him. Uh, this would be top five running back money. So we'll see if he can. You know the 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 thoughts right now is does he resign with Arizona or does he go somewhere else? So we'll see what happens. Next quarterback Jameis Winston of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He had off season surgery on a torn meniscus. Uh, <laughs> He's had a lot wrong with him. He had uh, he was kind of banged up last year. He had what eye surgery right after the season ended. Um, he's had a broken thumb, the torn meniscus. So his camp is saying a lot was wrong with him last year, and maybe that's why he didn't play so great with those thirty interceptions. But anyways, we'll see what happens to Winston. He should be okay going forward. Um, also, last little bit of news, not really fantasy relevant, but I thought it was pretty interesting. Tony Romo, the um, commentator slash analyst for CBS. He just signed a extension with CBS to stay on there for $17 million a year. So good for Tony making some money, doing what he's do- been doing, you know, last year and the year before he's been pretty good at it. I enjoy listening to him call games. So pretty nice. Uh, you guys ready to talk some combine thoughts? Main event. All right. We're going to talk some combine thoughts here. So we're going to break down, some positions. We're going to go over the quarterback, receivers, and running backs. Uh, we're just going to kind of highlight each player pretty briefly and uh, give you an idea of who's coming out of this draft. Um, we'll talk more fantasy relevance after they get drafted. This is pre-draft, so we don't know where they're going to be. We don't know who they're going to, um, you know, what players are around them on the teams that they're on. So, We'll know more after the draft. We'll break down a lot of that, like I said, at a later date. So without further ado, we're going to go into the number one player, most likely drafted number one overall. This is going to be quarterback Joe Burrow out of LSU. He's six foot, three inches, 221 pounds. 
he did not participate in the combine, so there's no 40-yard dash, three-cone drill, broad jump, or vert jump. We have no scores for that. Uh, Burrow has solid size for the position as he possesses many elite qualities. He operates out of the gun in the LSU spread attack, and he is extremely accurate, efficient, and instinctive. He is very smooth in his drop, and he has the ability to process through his reads at a rapid pace. He throws with anticipation, and he can naturally layer the ball over and under coverage. He doesn't have the top, have a top-shelf arm strength when driving the ball outside the numbers. He relies more on timing and touch. He doesn't flinch versus pressure when he sees something he likes down the field. If he needs to buy time, he can slide and climb the pocket with excellent feel and awareness. He has a nice burst when he leaves the pocket, and he is more than capable. He's a more than capable runner. Overall, Burrow lacks special arm strength, but his combination of poise, accuracy, and toughness is very appealing. And his player comp that we got linked with him is going to be Tony Romo. So if you remember what Tony Tony Romo's NFL career was, not fantasy career, but NFL career, Gerald Burrow could do something like that. And the next quarterback we got is Tua Tagalovoa. Yeah, I struggle with that name. He's out of Alabama. So he's six foot, zero inches, 217 pounds. He, again, he did not participate in the combine and any of the drills. He's still technically healing from his hip injury. But uh, Tua lacks ideal height for the position, but he has quick feet. He has quick eyes, and he's got a quick release. He primarily operates in the gun but he will take some snaps under center. He is very crisp and urgent in his setup. He throws off a firm platform, and he spins the ball really well. He always throws with proper pace on slants and crossers. He doesn't have an overpowering arm, but he can still place balls in tight windows. He understands how to hold and manipulate safeties with his eyes. He makes good decisions in the RPO game. He is a nifty runner, but he prefers to buy time behind the line and remain in passing mode. He did struggle with identifying some underneath defenders when in the red zone. He is coming off a serious hip injury, and that must be factored into his evaluation. Overall, Tua is the ultimate point guard. If he can remain healthy, he has the potential to be one of the NFL's most efficient passers. And his player comp I have is Russell Wilson. I think Tua could become what Russell has done and have an excellent career in the NFL. Next is quarterback Justin Herbert out of Oregon. This guy's a big boy. He's 6'6", 6 feet 6 inches, 236 pounds. He ran a 4.68 40-yard dash. His three-cone drill was 7.06. His broad jump was 123, and his vertical jump was 35 and a half. And to give you an idea uh, what those are, how good those are, I have some numbers here on um, kind of a um, expected uh, number for the quarterback. So you would want them um, better than this number. So for a 40-yard dash, we want them better than 4.9 seconds. Herbert did that. Uh, the three-cone drill, we want them better than 7.15 seconds, and Herbert did that with 7.06 uh, the broad jump, you want him better than 108. And the bird jump, you want better than 30. And he did all of those. So H- Herbert meets that uh, requirement as far as combine stats. 
Herbert has exceptional size, mobility, and arm strength. He has quick feet in, in his setup, and he bounces on his toes once he gets on top of his drops. His motion can be a little robotic at times, but the ball comes out tight with a with high RPMs. He has a big arm, but his placement is a little inconsistent. His front side flies open at times, impacting his accuracy. That can be corrected. Um, he has shown the ability to touch up the ball underneath and make some impressive throws on the run. He is a very good runner. He builds speed, and he is effective on the on zone reads. The biggest area he needs to improve is his lack of anticipation. He waits too long to cut it loose. According to everyone at Oregon, his work ethic and character are off the charts. Overall, Herbert has some special physical tools, but he needs to play with less caution and learn to embrace an attacking mentality. In his player comp, I have him down as Ryan Tannehill. And we all got to see what Tannehill did this last half of the season. I think Herbert is something like that where he can run. He's quick, but he can also throw if you give him the time he needs to throw. Um, I think Herbert will be an okay quarterback. We'll see where he goes to really give that grade of, of <laughs> to get a better grade or better idea of how he will really be in the NFL. All right, and then the last quarterback we have is Jordan Love out of Utah State. This boy is six foot four inches. He's two hundred twenty four pounds. His uh, forty time was four point seven four, so we wanted him better than four point nine, which is good. Um, his three cone drill was seven point two one, so that's a little outside of the uh, what we wanted for three cone. And his Broad jump was 118 inches, and his vert was 35 and a half. So those are good. Love has a um, Love has ideal size, arm strength, and athletic ability. He operates in the gun, and he's very fluid and smooth in his setup. He throws from a variety of platforms and arm angles. The ball jumps out of his hands. He is he is at his best on skinny post drive throws and over the top deep balls. His decision making was very concerning this season. He forces too many balls into crowds, and he doesn't ever give up on a play to a fault. He's His supporting cast isn't very good, but he still fell into too many bad habits. He uses his athletic ability to escape and extend plays, but there are occasions when he, fall, um, when he fails to climb and reset his feet. Overall, Love is a raw prospect who will need some time to develop. There is risk with him. But the payoff could be huge. So I got his comp as like a Colin Kaepernick where he can extend the plays. He's quick. He can run. He can make the throws when he needs to. Just he's not a uh, he's not going to be an elite passing quarterback. So if you know what you're getting into, what I want to see Jordan go to, I want to see him go to a team that will use him the way he's set up. You know what I mean? And not try to force him to be something that he's not. All right, so that's it for the quarterbacks. Uh, let's move on to the running backs now. So the, for the 40-yard dash time for running backs, you want them to be better than 4.55 seconds. Uh, you want a three-cone drill of better than 7.1 uh, seconds. You want a broad jump that's better than 117 inches and a vertical that's higher than 36 inches. All right, and to start off, we got running back DeAndre Swift out of Georgia. 
He comes in at five inches, <laughs> five inches, five feet and eight inches at 212 pounds. And his 40 time was 4.48 seconds, which is pretty good. No three cone drill. His broad jump was 121 inches and his vert was 35 and a half. Swift is a compact running back with excellent patience, vision, and quickness. On his inside runs, he lets things develop before exploding through the line of scrimmage. He has the vision to see and set up second and third level defenders. He has make-miss ability in tight quarters, but prefers to drop his shoulders and seek contact. He has enough speed to capture the corner on outside runs. He is a cradle catcher in the passing game, but it's effective. In pass protection, he likes to cut block, and he's reliable. Overall, Swift is a similar skill set to Josh Jacobs, and I expect comparable results at the next level. And the player I comp I have for Swift is Carnell Cadillac Williams. Do you guys remember him? Uh, I think mid, mid-2000s mid with uh, Tampa Bay and John Gruden down there. So I see Swift something like that, so... Um, I'm excited to see where Swift can go and what he can do, especially looking something like, possibly like a Josh Jacobs. Um, it'll be interesting. Next, we got running back Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. This boy is 5 feet, 10 inches, 212 pounds. His 40-yard dash was 4.39, really good. His three cone was 7.01, which is good. Uh, broad jump, 123, and his vert was 36. So Taylor is an ultra-productive running back with outstanding strength and speed. On his inside runs, he's sudden. He carries his pads low to the ground and shows balance to bounce off tacklers while he keeps his legs alive. He isn't overly shifty, but he avoids taking flush hits, and he always falls forward for extra yardage. He has plenty of speed to capture the edge, and once he gets in space, he can run away from the crowd. In the passing game, he is very effective on screens where he can set up his blocks and collect big chunks of yardage. He trusts his hands and attacks the ball when he's out in uh, out in the route. He didn't have a lot of reps in the pass protection in games I studied. Overall, Taylor is an explosive home run hitter with upside in the passing game, and his comp is Arian Foster. Uh, I think Taylor can be can be pretty exciting. Um, Again, a lot of this is going to depend on where they get drafted. Uh, We'll really rearrange my draft rankings for these guys. But um, excited to see some of these running backs because I think I just want them to have opportunities. So next running back we got is J.K. Dobbins out of Ohio State. He's five feet, nine inches, 209 pounds, and he ended up not participating in the combine. But Dobbins is a compact running back with tremendous power, balance, and instincts. He is at his best on inside runs. He doesn't hesitate, accelerating into contact and breaking a ton of tackles. He has a nifty inside spin move that can make second and third level defenders miss in space. He has enough speed to get to the perimeter, but he always looks to turn upfield as soon as possible. In the passing attack, he is effective in the screen game, but he has more work to do as a route runner. He had two tough drops versus Clemson in the college football playoff, but he was reliable in every other game I studied. He is very aware in uh, pass protection. He can drop his weight and anchor linebackers. Overall, Dobbins 
His game should translate very well to the next level. He's a dependable starter immediately. And his player comp is none other than my boy Josh Jacobs from the Oakland Raiders. J.K. Dobbins, I think, can do what Jacobs did for the Raiders this last year and possibly better. I like Dobbins a lot. So, again, hopefully he goes to a good team. And the last running back we got is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He's out of LSU. He's five foot seven inches, two hundred seven pounds. He ran a four point six um, forty. He did not participate in the three cone drill. He had one hundred twenty three broad, uh, one hundred twenty three inch broad jump, thirty nine and a half foot vertical. That's amazing. This boy can jump. Edwards Lair is short, compact runner with quick feet, power, and process in the passing game. On inside runs, he's a quick stepper with. Starting lateral agility to slide and avoid contact, he runs extremely low to the ground and is tough for opponents to square up. He drives his legs on contact, and he pulls out of a lot of tackles. He is quick to capture the perimeter and refuses to run out of bounds, choosing instead to fight for extra yards. He is outstanding in the passing game. He can line up anywhere in the formation, and he runs clean, crisp routes. He catches the ball outside his frame very smoothly, and he's outstanding after the catch. His ability to start, stop, and space is elite. He is rarely used in pass protection because of his value out in the route. Overall, Edward Tiller has a very similar skill set to Austin Eckler. I envision a similar role and results at the next level. So other than Eckler, another comp I have for him is Devin Singletary from Buffalo. Um, not, you know, you know how Singletary is very slippery, just doesn't go down. That's Edwards Hilaire. Um, but I think a better pass catcher. So he reminds me almost kind of like a Darren Sproles where, or like, like Reggie Bush, his, his rookie year where they, they used him a little bit more in the passing game and stuff like that. So it'd be interesting to see where he goes. I think he's an immediate talent right away. So. Um, I'm looking forward to see what team what team picks him up. All right, now we got the wide receivers. So for the 40-yard dash for receivers, anything that's better than four and a half seconds is good. The three-cone drill, we want better than seven seconds. Broad jump, you want uh, better than 120 inches. In the vertical, you want better than 36 inches. All right, so to start off, we got wide receiver C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma. He is six feet two inches, 198 pounds. His 40-yard dash was four and a half seconds. He did not do the three-cone drill. His broad jump was 124 inches, and his vertical was 34 and a half. Not fantastic, but good enough. So Lamb is tall, lean, wide out, with top-tier hands, toughness, and production. He lines up inside and out. He has a smooth, fluid route running and understands how to set up cornerbacks. He also has a good feel in zone. He attacks the ball when working back to the quarterback and tracks the ball naturally downfield. Lamb doesn't have elite speed, but he can find some extra juice when the ball is in the air. He is at his best after the catch, and he's consistently breaking tackles and is also very elusive. Overall, Lamb is a polished player who is equally explosive and reliable. And I got him as a comp of DeAndre Hopkins. Good catch, just hard to tackle. He's going to be a top. He's going to be probably one of the first receivers off the board. So I look forward to seeing C.D. Lamb have uh, many years being productive in the NFL. 
Next, we got wide receiver Jerry Judy out of Alabama. He's six feet one inches, 193 pounds. He ran a 4.45 40-yard uh, dash. He did not participate in the three-cone drill. His broad jump was 120 inches, and his vert was 35. So Judy is an elite route runner with outstanding burst, body control, and awareness. He explodes off the line and uses his quickness to avoid press coverage. His snap at the top of the route is as good as any prospect in the last decade. He has the ability to make plays outside of his frame, but he will have some concentration laps, which leads to drops. After the catch, he is very slippery and elusive. Although he isn't going to break a lot of tackles, overall Judy is a loose athlete with elite route skills, and he should merge as a high-volume production guy very early in his career. And I got him comped like an Amari Cooper. So take it as that. Uh, next, we got wide receiver Henry Ruggs out of Alabama. He's 5'11", 188 pounds. Quickest man in the combine this year with a 40 time. 4.27 seconds. No three-cone drill. His broad jump was 131 inches, and his vert was 42 inches. Wow, he can jump. Woo. Uh, Ruggs has an unbelievable b- uh, blend of speed and toughness. He lines up outside and in the slot. He ran a lot of slants and takeoff routes in Alabama's offense. And he was special on both. Rugg, uh, Ruggs boasts world-class speed. He truly explodes off the line and after the catch. He needs to continue to refine his release against press. He gives up on, um, he gives up his chest too often. But not too many defenses will want to take that chance in, in, you know, against his speed by pressuring him. His hands are good, not great, and he does allow too many balls into his chest. After the catch, he runs away from most defenders while occasionally running through them. Uh, He is outstanding on jet sweeps and also has kick return value. Overall, rugs, he has Tyreek Hill-type ability, uh, and he's going to be a a matchup nightmare every week. And the comp I got is Tyreek Hill. So... I like Ruggs a lot. He's possibly my number one, um, you know, uh, wideout this year. It's a close between Lamb, Judy, and Ruggs. Depends on what teams need what, but any of those three could be the first wideout off the board. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple other uh, wide receivers now that'll probably be day two, uh, which means they'll go second, third round. So the next is wide receiver. T. Higgins out of Clemson. He's six foot four inches, 216 pounds. He did not participate in the combine. So Higgins is tall, long, and a ringly wideout with elite high point skills. He uses a quick foot fire to defeat press coverage. He is a smooth, long striding route runner. He is at his best when on the move, slants, posts, and go routes. He lacks snap at the Top of his route when working back downhill. He has incredible ball skills down the field. He can elevate and also adjust to the back shoulder ball. After the catch, he is very smooth and slippery. Overall, Higgins isn't going to do a lot of the dirty work in the middle on the field, but he is very effective on the outside and provides big playability. And he reminds me of a Tyrell Williams, uh, you know, when Tyrell was playing for the Chargers. And the next wideout we got is LaVisca Chenault. He's six foot one inches, 227 pounds. He ran a 5.4840, 40, 
which is pretty good. He did not do any of the other drills in the combine. So Chenault is arguably the best athlete in the entire draft class. He is tall with a thick, muscular build. He lined up everywhere in Colorado's offense, out wide, in the slot, at running back, and he even took snaps as a wildcat quarterback. Chenault isn't a polished route runner, but he is a monster with the ball in his hands. He excels on quick hitters, fly sweeps, and vertical routes. He has strong hands, and his transition into running back is immediate after the catch. He steps through tacklers and has a burst to the to finish. He is very competitive. Overall, Chenault, he will need time to develop into a fully polished wideout. But he can have an immediate impact for a creative offensive coordinator. He's too big, strong, and fast to not to contribute right away. Uh, his drafting team, just they just got to figure it out. Kind of like a DK Metcalf. Uh, so his player comp is Sammy Watkins. All right, next wide receiver is Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State. He's six foot zero inches, 205 pounds. He ran a 4.5 uh, second 40, no three cone drill. He had a 128 uh, inch broad jump and a 40 inch vertical. So Ayuk is one of my favorite players in the draft class. He has a solid muscular frame and plays on, he plays an aggressive brand of football. He is explosive in his relief, and he attacks the leverage of cornerbacks before suddenly snapping off his route. Ayuk doesn't run a wide variety of routes, but he's very efficient and effective. He has strong hands and can finish in traffic. He is at his best after the catch, breaking tackles and making people miss without glaring down or gearing down. Uh, those skills serve him well as a returner, too. Overall, Ayuk will need a little time to develop as a complete route runner, but he is tough, explosive playmaker with added special teams value. Kind of like a poor man C.D. Lamb. The player comp I got for him is Cordell Patterson. Well, let's move on. So the next wideout is Justin Jefferson out of LSU. He is 6 foot 1 inches, 202 pounds. He ran a 4.4340. Uh, no three-cone drill. He had a 126-inch uh, broad jump and a 37.5-inch vertical. Jefferson is a tall, slender wideout with off-the-charts production. He lines up in the slot and out wide. He is an outstanding route runner. He does a nice job getting on on toes of cornerbacks and then creating separation out of the break point. He does a lot of work in traffic and will extend and finish before taking hard contact. He can play above the rim down the field and can contort his body to make special catches. He doesn't have elite speed, but he's plenty fast enough. After the catch, he has some wiggle and will, and basically he's going to fight for some extra yards. Overall, Jefferson is a polished receiver and should make an immediate impact at the next level. His comp is a Tyler Boyd out of Cincinnati. If you guys remember Tyler having that breakout year two years ago, I think Jefferson could be that level of receiver. All right, the next one is wide receiver. KJ Hamler out of Penn State. He's five foot nine inches, 178 pounds, and he did not participate in the combine. I have no measurables there. So Hamler is an under an undersized wideout with rare explosiveness. He lines up out wide in the slot and even takes some reps in the backfield. He's an extremely sudden in his release, destroying the cornerback's cushion in a hurry. He excels on slants, shallow crossers, and vertical routes. 
He simply runs right by everyone on the field. Despite his limited size and frame, he's very effective working in traffic. He can extend, pluck, and finish before absorbing contact. He is a blur after the catch. Overall size is the only negative in his evaluation. In the league, star for speedy playmakers, Hamler should be in a high demand. And his comp is Didi Westbrook. The last wideout we got is Michael Pittman out of USC. He's six foot four inches, 223 pounds. He ran a 4.5240. Uh, he had a 6.96 uh, three cone drill, which is good. It's under that seven. Um, his br- uh, broad jump was 121 inches, and his vertical was 36.5. So Pittman is a tall, muscular wideout who had excellent production for the Trojans. He lined up out wide and uses his upper strength to power through press coverage. He builds speed as he goes, and he is a jump ball specialist down the field. He high points the ball consistently. Big brothers opposing quarterbacks routinely. He doesn't have elite speed, but he's very efficient in getting in and out of breaks for such a big receiver. He has at his best after the catch. When his competitiveness and his strength from a winning combination, he refuses to go down off on first contact. Pittman has earned a reputation as one of the best special team players in the country for his ability to cover and block punts. Overall, Pittman reminds me a lot of Mike Williams, you know, uh, another one out of SC, and he can make an impact on all four downs because of his special teams value. His player comp, I have him as Dwayne Bow. Uh, the one year Dwayne Bow just went nuts and had a bunch of touchdowns. That's what I could see Michael Pittman being at his best. So that's going to kind of wrap it up um, for the combine. I, I didn't really go into the tight ends. I don't love the tight end class this year. I think the only one possibly that would be fantasy relevant is this Cole Comment uh, out of Notre Dame. I'll give you his comps. So for tight end, you want a 40-yard dash better than 4.85 seconds. The three-cone drill, you want better than 7.30. You want a better broad jump than 114 inches and a vertical that's better than 32. So Cole, he, he again, so he's out of Notre Dame. I don't have his size down with me, but he ran a 4.7, uh, 40, which is good. His three-cone was 7.4, okay. Broad jump, 123, good, and his vert was 37, so good for him. Um, That's going to, I'm going to say that's going to wrap it up for the combine thoughts. Just to give you guys an idea of some of these players that are going to be coming out. Uh, Again, we'll go way more into detail with rankings and talk about the draft and actually where they get drafted because that's going to matter a lot. Um, The next show we got is early, early, early rankings, way too early rankings. We're going to go through some rankings that I've done before the draft. So a lot of things are going to change. Um, So I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe because it really helps out the show. Please leave a rating and review. It really helps us out. Gets us more recognition. Hashtag dominate your leagues. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.